The Company of Ten provides a social space for many individuals, some of whom have built their lives around the company and the Abbey Theatre. Here Terry Prince discusses the social side of the COT with two couples. I'd like to introduce Paul Davidson and Fiona Davidson and ask them to tell us how and when they got involved with the Company of Ten and how important it has become to them. Well, I grew up there. My parents joined the company when I was just seven years old down at the old Abbey Mill Theatre. Uh, so I, I know no different. It's, it's always been there. And over the years, I've taken part in many, many productions in very many ways, acting, ASM props, set painting, lighting, sound and, and front of house, bar, coffee, stewarding, box office. I've just covered every area that there is. So as you can see, it's a very, very important part of our lives. It, it fills our lives, actually. Although um, Our children grew up there and were involved when they were younger and living at home. And now our grandchildren absolutely adore going to what they call Manor and Pops Theatre whenever they can. So I joined much later than that, uh, in 1973, when I moved to this part of the world uh, for a job. Uh, and I found out about the Company of Ten and the theatre from someone at work uh, who told me about it. And I'd spent the last four years, more or less, in between the odd lecture, uh, messing about in the university theatre. And I wanted to carry on doing that. My interest is in lighting, sound, stage management, mostly backstage. Uh, so I wanted to find somewhere where I could do that kind of thing and get involved in putting on plays, but also in, in doing the technical things in a theatre uh, rather than occasionally putting on a play in a village hall, for example. And I discovered that the company was exactly the right sort of place. It was the same sort of size as the theatre I'd been playing around in. Uh, and it had lots of people who knew what they were doing uh, and wanted to do the best they could in terms of quality and standards and doing a wide range of plays. And that's what I've continued to do since then, to the exclusion of pretty well anything else other than the occasional trip to work. And that's now the focus, as Fiona says, of our lives. Thank you both. It's evidently quite a massive contribution you both make. So building on that, what do you think are the strengths of the company at the moment and the contribution that it makes to the cultural life of the community of, of St Albans? Well, I think for the members of the Company of Ten, it's, it's like a large extended family. Every new production you're involved in at whatever level, you make new friends. All ages, all walks of life, there are absolutely no barriers. In fact, quite often you don't know what people do in their outside life. I was involved in a production a few years ago and there was a chap in there. We got on very well. It was all very nice. And a few months later, I bumped into him in the town and I discovered because he was wearing a dog collar that he was a vicar. And I had absolutely no idea because it was not relevant to what we were doing in the evenings. For our audiences, I like to think we provide a warm, welcoming night out. We're able to greet familiar faces, which is where the members providing the front of house staff is so important because we get to know people. We strive to provide good quality variety of theatre to our audiences. And we especially value our theatre club, who are also known now as our friends of Abbey Theatre. Um, it's been a very, very important part of the theatre for many, many years. I mean, in the day, they were the only people who could buy tickets, but they are still important to us. And they're very loyal. 
Um, and every year, new people swell those numbers, which is very exciting. And I think the fundamental is the is the company family, the, the, the glue that holds us all together. So although you can get involved in a particular uh, bubble of members who are involved in a particular production uh, and get to know each other very well and get on well and and work to a common goal, when that production finishes, the, the remaining company is still there and is there for everybody in terms of when they need help uh, on whatever subject. Uh, they're our friends. But but the other thing that I think we offer to St Albans uh, and, and, and ourselves is the fact that we always, as I said, strive to put on the best we can in terms of the quality of productions. We manage to attract high quality actors, actresses, uh, backstage people, although we could always do with more of those. Uh, and we always try to put on the best we can. Uh, we also do, I think, a wide range of uh, plays uh, of all sorts, which is use, very valuable for the members in terms of getting involved in different styles of drama and different styles of plays. But it also provides St Albans with a very varied cultural uh, lifetime if they want to make use of it. Uh, and those that come do value, I believe, the fact that we put on such a wide range uh, within our own numbers. And that extends to occasional musicals. It also extends to the uh, one of our young groups, which puts on uh, the St Albans Youth Music Theatre, which puts on one musical a year to, again, a very high standard, I believe, although I am slightly biased since I always do the lights for them. Um, but the other thing we do, I think, which is very valuable, is to host visiting companies of all sorts, visiting musical groups, musical uh, theatre, uh, bands, St Albans Jazz Ensemble is a regular visitor, chamber opera, children's dance groups, children's drama groups, uh, school plays, Shakespeare Schools Festival, all sorts come in. And there's two benefits from as far as the audience is concerned, that that's a, a yet more variety that they can see. But it also means that for those companies and those uh, groups that they can make use of what uh, is a very well-equipped local theatre, uh, as we keep forgetting uh, we are actually quite well off in terms of the quality of this, the equipment that we have. Um, and that, that provides then a, a valuable resource for everybody. And as far as my, I'm concerned, most of the time I enjoy helping these visiting groups uh, in terms of putting on staging their shows and helping them in whatever way I can backstage. Uh, Paul didn't mention there, he mentioned the youth music theatre, but we've also got our very own company of teens who are our young members between 14 and 19 who meet on a weekly basis and have presented some absolutely fantastic award-winning pieces of theatre. It's very exciting to see them all coming along and then as they get older, gradually getting involved in other productions around the theatre. And also one other thing we provide for our audiences is we have an audio described service, which means that in every main stage production on the main week Thursday night, we offer audio description for the visually impaired or blind. Um, usually there's only one or two people taking advantage, but it doesn't matter because we're delighted to be able to bring those people back into the theatre, which for many of them had become impossible because if you lose your sight, then going to the theatre is quite difficult. And as far as we know, we are currently the only amateur theatre offering this service. Um, and it's something that we're very pleased to do and very proud of. 
Thank you both very much. A very comprehensive uh, outline of, of what it is that we offer to, to, to people who come to our theatre. Thank you very much indeed. Can I conclude by just asking you if you have any ideas on how we might improve this, the contribution that we make already? Well, I think one of the important things is we need to listen to our audiences um, and understand what it is that they enjoy or haven't enjoyed and to keep bringing them new and exciting plays as soon as they become available, which is where our studio theatre comes in so handy because we can trial smaller productions in there. Um, and I think it's it's important that we keep theatre live. We don't just keep churning out stuff that we know is safe and we'll sell tickets. Uh, we want to widen our horizons. And that also, of course, brings in new members because they're equally excited by it. And as well as doing that, which I totally agree with, I think we could widen the group, the network of people who come and make use of the facilities uh, in terms of uh, different forms of theatre, different forms of entertainment that to which the, the Abbey Theatre stage or the studio are suited. We already have a pretty wide variety, but I think we could, we could extend that. Uh, and not necessarily in terms of numbers, because it is... Uh, draining on resources, but it, we could spread the, the spectrum of things that we offer. Thank you very much indeed. I'd like now to introduce Jeremy and Sharon Bolton, long-standing members of the Company of Ten, who have, however, moved away from St Albans some time ago, and they still make the journey to come and support us. So I'd like to begin by asking them uh, how and when they got involved with the Company of Ten, and, and how important is it to them now, even though they live some distance away. Over to you. Thank you. Well, I joined the Company of Ten in 1962, and I was introduced by a friend. And I joined later that year, 1962, having come back from boarding school with the acting bug upon me, and was also introduced by um, a friend who was already a member. And we did lots of plays uh, together. We, we didn't know each other, did we? But we no. ended up being in lots of plays. And that was at Abbey Mill Theatre, which was a tiny barn uh, converted uh, into a theatre by, the, uh, by the efforts of the COT. And uh, it was just beyond the fighting cocks in, uh, down at the bottom of the hill. And the, we had, it, it, that meant an awful lot to us. We, um, we had great fun there, didn't we? And made lots of friends, some of whom are still friends. Yeah. Thank you. That small barn theatre was a major kind of breakthrough, wasn't it, in the, in, the, in the history of the company? It gave you a permanent home. And am I right in thinking that you actually bust in members of the audience who would find it difficult to get there otherwise and took them home at the end of the, the show? I think that did happen. Mm -hmm. uh, there were I very think... faithful audience. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, it was down a little muddy lane. Yeah. So uh, they probably needed the bus. And I couldn't bust them in because I only had a Vespa. <laughs> okay, so so you you joined in the early days of the of the Abbey Mill Theatre, and therefore in the early days of our present building. So, Jeremy, Sharon, what do you think are the strengths of the company, and what contribution do you think it makes to the community of St Albans? Well, I think the Abbey Theatre has played a, actually a vital role in the cultural life of the city, especially since 1968 when uh, the current theatre opened with a production attended by the Queen Mother. Yes, we both came back from our honeymoon. 
to be in that first production of the recruiting officer. Um, we were, uh, I would say, fairly, very active members, both acting and directing um, for many, many years. Uh, and then, oh, for various reasons, um, we needed to move away. And I have to say that actually, though we, when we moved away, we lived in a number of other places in the south of England. One thing is we've never found an amateur company with the same ambitious programme of plays, the same high standard of production, or the same facilities, or the same friendliness, really, as the Abbey Theatre. And that's why we keep coming back. And one of the real joys, I think, certainly uh, of, of late, well, not of late, obviously, but uh, uh, over the past few seasons, is the uh, the plays that, that we've been able to see that we even though we go to the theatre a lot, um, have, have somehow managed to miss. I mean, I think the, the play selection over the past few years has been very, very interesting and very uh, 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 make, making us even more enthusiastic about coming. Because, you know, you know, when you've seen Hamlet 56 times, um, <laughs> it's quite nice to see another play. So, so for over 50 years, uh, St Albans has been able to benefit from this wonderful theatre. And I think they should feel themselves, they should feel very lucky and cherish the place. It was a wonderful, wonderful theatre experience. That's really very positive. Thanks both very much indeed. Can I conclude by asking you then, because nothing is ever perfect, uh, how, how we might improve the, the, the role we play within the community, if you have any thoughts on that? Well, I think but obviously the first thing to get a new, younger audience and to try and make uh, some improvements. There's many of them planned, whether there'll be the cash facility there to do that, we have to see. Mm. But then, uh, as with uh, uh, the Abbey Mill that I was talking about earlier, the COT seems always to be at its best when facing thorny problems as it did again when uh, when it had to raise the money to build the current theatre all those years ago. Yeah. The first new theatre in St Albans since the Romans, as I recall. Well, thank you both very, very much indeed. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. In a future audio, we will focus specifically on another aspect of social engagement, the special relationship families have with the COT and the Abbey Theatre across generations. Thank you for listening.